Bartleby is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody here on the Spawn On Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. What the deal B, I hope you're all doing well. I hope everybody is chilling. I hope everybody is washing their hands, washing their butt. I hope you're all doing all right. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. I am Khalif Adams. I am your host for episode 406 of the Spawn on Me podcast with Khalif Adams. Hey, it's me. Uh, if you have not been to our show before and you're the first time you're watching us on Twitch live here on twitch.tv slash Spawn on Me, you are... So welcome to Bricago. I say that every week that is a part of our show open. I really do mean that. I hope that you are finding yourselves in a new, wonderful space, rocking with us here on the Spawn on Me podcast. It is always so much fun to be able to have new people come through to the stage and come through to the show uh, and get a chance to kind of show you what Bricago is all about. Uh, if you missed our last episode, we talked a lot about the PlayStation uh, PlayStation Showcase. We talked a lot about what's, what was going on there. Uh, it was Super, super cool to get into that conversation and talk about all the wonderful new games that are supposed to be coming on and, and coming out very, very soon. Uh, and, and it's always fun to be able to dig into the scuttlebutt of the day. Uh, so that's what we do here on this show. So massive love to you all for coming through here in podcast land and in Twitch land. So thank you again for showing up. We have a fantastic show this week, and I'm super excited because I think when we when we think about the like hope for what the industry is going to wind up being the things that we kind of hope for, you know, what we hope to see in the space, the, the, the people that we want to see, you know, in these, in these, uh, in these outlets, in these new places where they are going to take the world by storm. It makes me really excited. It makes me really happy to know that people who we have as Bricago residents, folks who love our show, people who pay attention to our show, people who are, you know, a part of our community and a part of our our family are making big moves in the world, making big moves in the industry. I am infinitely proud and happy to say that we have, and I'm gonna say it with my Vuvuzuela sound out in the world. I don't have one, but I'm gonna say it for real, for real. We got the new Kotaku staff writer rocking on our show, Isaiah D. Colbert, rocking, 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 rocking everywhere. I'm so excited. I'm so hyped. What the deal be, Isaiah? How's things, fam? How's things? Yo, yo, hey, it's going good. Uh, if you like seeing like my cat's like just chilling in my lap right now, he he wanted to make himself a part of the show as much as he could. So <laughs> every time I every time after work, he's made it a habit to like scratch at my like new chair and then just be like, yeah, I want to be up here. I'm like, bro, last time you were up here, you like almost ended like a work meeting. So I would have like embarrassed myself in front of everyone. <laughs> so uh, we've gotten the routine down now. He doesn't keep his paws on the desk. So. So, yeah, he's rocking with me, too, today. <laughs> Fam, let me say, first of all, I am infinitely so fucking proud of you. I am so happy <laughs> to know that you are continuing to push through. You have found a spot in, in, in the spotlight. You have found a spot in the industry. I know we have had many, many conversations over many, many hours about all the ways that all that kind of stuff works. I just want to be the first to 
to have you on the show and congratulate you because I'm I'm infinitely proud of you, fam. It, it brings nothing but joy to my heart to see you make these moves in these big ways. So so I'm happy to have you here. Let the folks at home know more about you and the work that you've been doing in the space, and then, and then we'll jump right into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, like, had to prepare, like, the TLDR versions because, like, <laughs> summarizing the last, like, six years even is always, like, a stretch, but I think I've gotten it down now. So, um, originally from Chicago, I was in Cheyenne, Wyoming, of all places. I was starting out doing journalism there, decided, you know what, if I don't want, like, the opportunities I'm, like, trying to really hustle for, I need to, like, move to Chicago. So, I, like, worked retail for, like, a whole year, paid, sent myself back out here. Um, moved myself back on like New Year's Day and I was like, I need to finish out college and get that degree. Got that happening that like as of like May of like May 14th, I think of this year, managed to get that done. And then it was like, all right, cool. We did it. Let's get that job now. And so it was like, it was a struggle. Like um, for, for a while there, I was just like playing like a game of chicken with like rent payments and being like we 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 got this right yeah yeah that savings is like dwindling down but we we built that savings for a reason so yeah um i've been like chatting up with you i've like chatted with like other people like um janet garcia and um keisha howard and just like trying to get like a lowdown on like what the industry is like right now because like i've always kind of been like um like lurking in the background just like following people seeing what's going down and like seeing like different reactions to different people and different outlets and like different people who read the outlets so i wanted to make sure like i was bringing something new to this space um also trying to like make sure i like duck like the more negative sides of things and try to avoid that just for my mental so uh it's been a lot it's been a lot of trying um times but yeah yeah i made it i even like cut a little promo with my like first article there very cm punk inspired kind of like a here I am kind of a thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, um, still a student of the game. I'd say I'm like still, um, working out the kinks of just like getting more used to doing the job really. But yeah, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And like, I've had moments where I'm just like yelling into my mirror and being like, we did it. Like this is here now. It's like this forever now we did that. So yeah, it's, it's been really crazy. One of the things that made me the most excited and happy was that article that went up as soon as you joined. Well, first, because like, you know how everything works when you're just like, you're looking at social and you see stuff and we hadn't had a conversation yet to be like, a, like you got it. But then I think, I think, I think right, right before we had a, a quick, like, oh snap, it happened. And then the like actual posts went out from Kotaku and I saw uh, Patricia uh, Hernandez shared it. And I was like, man, I, it, there, there are folks that you push, that you pull for. And you're just like, man, I really hope that the energy that you put into this, the thoughtfulness that you put into this and that the, the like hustle, hustle factor that you have is going to pay off. And it just made me so, so freaking happy to be like, yo, Isaiah got in uh, because it's not even the fact that it was like me knowing you as a, as a good human being and doing so much good work. It's just that I know that you want this and you've wanted this for a while. And you've been talking about it to people who are really, really smart in the industry to be like, you know, is this worth it? Like, is this the thing that I actually want to do? Is this the, the path that I want to want to go down? When was the initial, like, I want to do this part. Like when, when, when was that the light bulb that went off in your head in a real way to say like, I've been a fan of games for a while, but now I want to try to figure out a way to get in. 
Yeah, so I'm like a bit of an old head when it comes to like the um, like kind of like the YouTube like outlets that like kind of inspired me. So I credit a lot of it to um, I watch a lot of like machinima videos. Yeah. Um, like of no, I'm just gonna shout out like Super Best Friends. They've all like they were always a big inspiration for me. Um, they're doing their own thing, and I'm rocking with their stuff there as well. Um, but I'd say like watching Machinima ETC, especially and when Kale Anonymous was there and uh, Ricky and Elliot, who now have their own channel, Internet Today, I uh, was watching their content mostly. Where I'm just like, they're just covering news and like they're doing it in like a fun, entertaining way. And I was just like, I feel like I want to do that down the line. I was never really sure because I wasn't sure like, like do I want to be a streamer? Do I want to do that? I'm like, I don't really vibe like with being on camera that much. Like, mm. uh, I'm more like like the idea of like presenting news in an entertaining way or like presenting like an opinion on something that goes on and like whatever goes on in the world really. So uh, a lot of it was just that. And like when I went to college, I was just like, okay, that almost got beaten out of me a little bit to be like, you got to do the hard news stuff. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll learn that at least. Um, but uh, like, I'd also credit like watching um, videos, like a uh, super eye patch wolf's videos where he like breaks down anime and just like whatever topic sort of comes to mind for him. Uh, mother's basement or like even giga to this like do more of the entertaining side of this like anime stuff or just like uh, video essay kinds of things and so like that kind of pushed me to be like i want to be able to write specifically like that but just for like the kind of niches that like um i kind of like pay a little bit more attention to mm-hmm. and um i'll be like the first one that i'm i'm a filthy casual when it comes to video games like i just picked up um uh, and played like uh, PS4 Spider-Man. So like, I'm having a great time with that. I'll be so excited to play the new <laughs> game when it comes out. But yeah, like I like when people are like saying like, oh yeah, games to, like uh, look out for this year. I'm like, yeah, I played like the Mass Effect uh, remaster. So this is like my sixth <laughs> time playing that. I played Near uh, Replicants. So that's like, my third time playing that. So a lot of it's just like, I find different inspirations from like different people who like came before me and I try to like mix and mash like, what worked for them and what inspired me out of their content. So I try to like make it um, some, some part of that is prevalent in whatever I do. I, I think the interesting part about all of that is like, and, and yeah, you're going to have to play a lot more games. <laughs> just yeah. Game. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where just like, I think somebody asked me like maybe last week, they, they sent me in my DMs. They were like, yo Kyle, how the hell did you finish like these four games in, in these two months? And I was like, you see these bags under my eyes? That's how I finished some damn games. I finished it with no sleep. <laughs> but I think that's part of the whole conversation, too, of just like, I think a lot of people, when they first get into the industry, they don't necessarily know some of the layers that, that come along with that, right? Of just like, how much work you have to do to kind of finish the games that you play, to have a really good, uh, you know, informed opinion about some of the stuff that's going to wind up coming up. You know, how are you preparing yourself, especially because you have, like, now, you have, like, a proper you're getting proper bylines on you know multiple articles i was just looking at the the playstation finger com the condom things with the controller yeah, condoms yeah, thing. i was like razor 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 doing anything razor. i was like what yeah. <laughs> what's <laughs> happening but it's great right thank you chat i know mm. i said it wrong i said i said playstation instead of razor <laughs> damn it uh they're, they're working on it probably they're work, yeah it's haptic haptic <laughs> f- finger feedback which nobody wants yeah. anyway um <laughs> but how are you kind of like getting yourself ready for the gauntlet right because i think that's a yeah. part of it too you know like learning how to you know get content out at this much bigger scale uh now mm. with the, the visibility that a, that a kotaku has 
while also trying to get you know get your your chops together uh, of learning the business and learning the industry you know what has been some early advice that you've gotten from not only folks within the industry but folks from kotaku proper yeah um so what i was always told by uh, one of my teachers uh curtis lawrence um over when i was in uh, columbia college chicago what uh, um, he always told me was to make sure that you always read so whether that's publications that um either you like or you don't like, just make sure that you stay abreast with like things that are happening there. And what I've been doing along with that is like, I also read like um, things that like uh, people at uh, Kotaku write, I make sure I like read what they write. And like in my own like weird, like um, beautiful madness kind of the head, I'm just like, okay, okay. I'm competing with myself because every time I write something, I always um, try to be like, okay, how can we outdo the last thing that we wrote? Like one thing that we didn't really hit on that didn't really like mesh well? Um, can we like try to improve on to like convey the message a little bit better? Um, but I've also found like further fuel to like the fire uh, to just like read other people's articles and be like, okay, okay, that really hit. I want to make sure that I write something that's either as good as that or like better. So a lot of it's been reading a lot of articles, whether it's from Kotaku or even other publications, just to see what were their takes on a certain thing? Um, how do they convey their message? And in what way can I find a way to like sort of finesse that or like uh, find a way, like a through line through that with uh, the things that I write. So a lot of it's still still training it like student of the game type of stuff. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I've managed to prepare myself a little bit at this point to, to get there. It's, there's still going to be some some fedangling with some stuff, but that's, that's my method for right now. So when you got the, when you got the email that was like, mm. Oh snap is about to go down. What was the first, what was the first like emotion? What was the first like feeling for you, um, when, you when you got the like, so, initial email? So the funny part is like, it was a phone call and like, I oh. got like the phone call, like the start out thing for it was like, Oh, it felt like it would be better or like easier to do it through like a phone call rather than an email. Like the first thought was, Oh no, I definitely didn't get this job. Oh God. <laughs> it's like the first thought I had. And then like, it was, Oh no, no. Yeah. You got the job. I'm like, oh yeah. Cool. Cool. And I'm like trying to be like low key about it. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a salary. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, that, that works. That works. Yeah. We, we can do with that. Yeah. We can make that work. Yeah. And like afterwards I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm going to hit up my like local Hawaiian spot, just, you know, order out and just do the whole thing. So a lot of it was just like, I had a lot of moments where I'm just like, okay, cool. This is the new reality now. It like never set in as I'm like saying it to myself. I'm just like washing my hands in the bathroom, just looking at myself like, we did it. You know, that's crazy. We, we managed to do that somehow. Like it took a minute, but we, we did it. And like, I feel like, um, I like joke to myself, like, it's it's a deep cut JoJo bizarre adventure reference to incoming here, but I'd always like joke around to be like, I think I've got like a it, like a stand, and it's the Heya stand from um, Steel Ball Run, best JoJo part. Don't 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 at me on that one. <laughs> and like that stand kind of works where it's just like things just kind of work out, and like the stand is like a ghost that just kind of gives the main guy like suggestions on things. It's like <laughs> hey, you should go that way down the street, and then just good things happen just because he just happens to listen to it so like i feel like i might be a stand user and then just things just might happen to work out so yeah that's how I've, that's how it's uh it's kind of been since getting the news about it i mean i want to give you more credit than that like i you know I don't, <laughs> I do I'm, not too, gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna just be like oh happenstance you got you fell into happened, a dope you know? job at kotaku yeah. you go. so, like you bust your ass for a while and you you've put out some great material you put out some great content previously before you got to Kotaku. So I want to I want to big you up more than you are bigging yourself up in terms of your abilities to, to be able to do that kind of stuff. Um, 
it, Kotaku is a really interesting outlet at this point. It's really, it's really kind of like trying to still reform itself, trying to figure out what its kind of like voice for for now is. When you're a young writer, you're still trying to figure out what that voice is as an individual. Now you're coming to a, a, a pretty big outlet. How do you feel like, you know, your voice is going to be able to um, kind of not only just meet the, 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 the temperature of the of the of the site, but also find its way to kind of be, you know, uh, out front and in, in, in showcasing stories that you want to do that that are important to you in that way? Do you feel like you're going to be able to find, you know, do you feel like you're, you're still f- figuring out what that's going to be for you as a writer just in general, or, or how is that going to kind of mesh with the, the, the Kotaku kind of feel right now? How do you thinking about that? Yeah. Um, so definitely doing um, the one piece I wrote recently, the one piece article and the AEW article are like definitely the ones where I kind of want that to be a bit of the tone of what I want to do. A lot of like, the, like usually um, if I'm like writing something that's like really critical, either like it has to be something that moves me and I like to make sure that if I'm writing anything, it has to move me in some way. So, um, and I also just like, um, I don't know, I just like writing about things I like some of the time too. And there'll be times where I'll write about things that I don't like and I'll find ways to like uh, finagle that too. But a lot of the things like um, try to do to like mesh that style with uh, what Kotaku has going on is like, I try to look at it like, okay, maybe this thing that's happening that's in the news is bad. I want to try to do it with like a solutions journalism lens. And that kind of like that aspect of it is always just like the news that we get, whatever blurb we see that just comes out, it's always usually half reported where Mm. we'll get like, hey, this big negative thing happened. And then we'll just sort of be sat with that. And for like a lot of the readers, a lot of the writers, it's not really a good feeling to just be like, well, the industry is shit right now and no one's doing anything about it. So I'm I'm optimistic and I'm going to still be like optimistic about things. And I know that um, a lot of what I want to do, and I kind of said it in my, like, my announcement pieces, I want to like highlight people who are trying to make sure that these changes happen and that like marginalized people aren't treated like shit in the workplace, that, you know, crunch isn't happening. And just generally like, I don't know, just working on those things that are going on. And so like, even if those like, um, steps towards that solution it's like a catch-all that's still a step towards a solution so um, my goal aside from just writing about the fun things like wrestling or anime is just to or like any games that come out that i'm just like yeah i'm, I'm about this thing let's talk about it i want to make sure that um i guess that aspect of the industry also gets highlighted um, that we don't just have like the big breaking like bloomberg articles where it's like here's all the bad things happen and like we get left with that until there's the next big like like breaking Bloomberg article about the next thing that's happening with the other studios. So I want to make sure that we do full reporting and just be like, okay, the bad things happened. We're sat with that. Let's talk about how we're going to work towards making sure this doesn't happen again. So I love that's that. how I want to make sure that meshes. Yeah. I love that. Cause I think, I think that's the thing that I, as a reader, like, I think, I think a lot of times people don't remember or, or they kind of forget, like once you get into the industry, you're still a consumer of, Mm-hmm. gaming culture gaming media gaming <clears throat> gaming news and i think some of that definitely like um can sway the way you think about certain things i think uh, a thing that you'll you'll also notice is now that you're kind of like in the fraternity that there is a space there for um what's the best way to put it like I think there's a good space there for you to be able to figure out who your 
like cohort is going to wind up being too. Like, I think you've already probably kind of gotten some of that just by being a person who likes gaming culture and like, and follow some of the, the, the news of the day and some of that stuff. I think that that also expands once you start to get access to more people and, 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 and conversations around and with other folks in the industry that you may not have had access to before. So I'm excited for those layers for you. Cause I think, mm. um, it's really hard to know what that feels like until you're starting to do it. Like I will mm. be really excited when you get to do the piece that you get to talk to the developer that you never got a chance to talk to before. And you get to mm. geek out about those parts, right? Like I think th those are the cool parts about the industry. I don't think a lot of people really get a chance to, to understand that are there because a lot of the conversation is fairly dour and, and, and down about some of that stuff. So I love your take on, on how you want to kind of, kind of tackle some of this stuff and how that kind of works. And I love the pieces that you've already kind of put out. I think I like knowing that you got a chance to do that God of war piece, uh, was, was, was cool. So like when that news broke about what this new character was going to be in Ragnarok, was that a thing of like, Hey, I want to write that story. Was that like you get to raise your hand and be like, "I want to, I want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Give me that." Talk about the process, because I think a lot of people at home don't know like how the process works. For like, who gets to pick a story? Who gets to potentially do write a thing at a, at a big outlet like this? Yeah. So when the uh, PlayStation Showcase happened, I uh, covered uh, the um, Guardians of the Galaxy game, and I covered Forspoken. And Forspoken is definitely a game I'm just real hype about. And it's mm -hmm. just, you know, Ella Belinsky's in it. It's already a lock. The game also just looks unique for, like, a fantasy setting. Like, I, like, snuck in, like, it's just an isekai. You just you just transport him to another world. It's doing anime stuff. I'm about that. So, okay. like, uh, and getting to cover that, like, I, like, and, like after, like, the workday was over for me, like, I didn't get to see any other trailers besides that because I was, like, <laughs> grinding and, like, writing all this stuff and, like, definitely being like a way slower ride than I needed to be like trying to get all the points out there. But like, I made sure to like loop back and like watch the rest of the showcase. I'm like, okay, okay. New God of War, it's already a lot. But then like seeing the last snippet of, um, I'm going to like butcher her name. I, I can't say her like name for you. God damn thing. Yeah. It's so bad. I like, I wrote a whole article and like <laughs> had like a Texas speech, but I'm like going to butcher her name. Like it's a Angra Boda or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah. That's, that's going to be my, my bad uh, pronunciation of it. Um, but like when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And like the thought like came in my head because like I remembered um, Ash Parrish's piece, like a very iconic piece about like how tall is Lady Dimitrescu? And right. I was like, oh, okay. I want to get that energy about like doing a deep dive about this character because like God of War has already like touched on like Norse mythology and like Greek mythology. And I was like, okay, I don't even know who this character is. And, like, mm. I like hit up my friends, like, oh, yeah. She might be really important. There's like stuff with Ragnarok that she could be involved with. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Let's highlight that. So I like just pitched it in like um the like group Slack channel that we have. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to cover this. Like, can I like write a little thing about that? And I got the go ahead for it. I was like, okay, okay, I want to mix like a bit of um what Ash, like the energy that Ash had about like Dimitris, but just being like, I am excited about this. Let me try to find a way to like guide the reader through being excited about this. Like, I already knew because it's a black character in gaming, I'm going to get shit for it. So I was like, okay, let's do something smart. Let's do something smart. Let's try something different. So I was like, let's do why you should be hyped for the character lore-wise. And then we can talk about, yeah, and she's black, so let's talk about that, too, like, at the end. So, like, I try to, like, at least guide people, like, guide the hips of the people in through that. And then, like, say, like, like, yeah, like, she's also right. black, so I'm going to talk about it. I'm sorry. You, I gave you, like, the part of the article where you can be, like, 
do not read the rest of here. It's going to be talking about why she's black. So I at least gave the readers <laughs> who would be the practice of that, that, that aspect of it. But um, yeah, like, and um, I just like drew from like other writings I saw about her. Like a lot of like, there wasn't a lot, honestly. And like a lot of it would just be like, you need to buy this whole book about like Norse mythology. I'm, like, mm, I'm going to do a cursory look over that stuff and just like <laughs> see how it could tie into the game. And so, um, yeah, that was pretty much, yeah, that was pretty much my process for it. I feel like they should. I feel like every outlet should give black writers a different, like CSS. Like you should, you should have a different like module in the CMS when you get to write your articles. So that you can have like a little thing, like a little border that's like, all right, da, 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 the blackness conversation starts here. Anybody who wants to have <laughs> below that fold, y'all gonna have to deal with what's gonna ha- what's gonna mm-hmm. happen in this conversation. And shout out to Ash Powers who continues to be one of my favorite writers in the, on the planet like ash and gita and, and and so many other folks who belinda like so many so many dope folks who are in the space uh doing fantastic work who i gotta get ash on the show at some point it'll be fun to, to, to talk to her about all the stuff that, that, that she's right mm. um so i think one of the other things that i'm curious to hear you talk about is so when you start to dig into those kinds of conversations at this point, right, where, you know, you have those layers of cultural relevancy that are not only just important to, you know, the industry and to the to the community at large, but, you know, I think you and I have shared many, many conversations about why blackness is, is important to talk about and, and, and dig into those conversations how are you how are you feeling about the now bigger spotlight on that work that you're going to be able to do and the stuff that comes along with that um i'm like honestly excited like i was like cursory warned like yeah don't read the comments i'm like no no no. i want to see i want to see what they got to say and like even if it's like a negative comment i'm just like okay cool 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 like it just water on the duck's back kind of thing so i'm more curious just like um if it's like conducive even if it's like a thing that's critical of me like by all means, hold my feet to the fire. If, like, I missed something or, like, if there was, like, some part where it's like, oh, yeah, you gave this perspective, but, like, here's, like, a bit of my perspective. Like, I've had, like, I think the most fun I've had working at Kotaku is actually, like, checking out the, like, comments yeah. that happen on, like, a lot of the articles is, um, I just like to see, like, because, like, there was, like, a couple where, like, sometimes, like, some of the commenters, like, give me a run for my money for, like, word length on, like, here's also some extra stuff that, like, affected me, too. And, like, I love that. I love that shit. Like, I... Uh, it inspires me because like something I wrote touched you in a way to be like, I also felt something about this. Here are my thoughts about it. And mm. I just, it's like a good feedback loop of like, it inspires me to keep writing stuff that like also just like, I don't know, finds a way to impact someone else who's like reading it or even just graces the headline. It's like, okay, that's cool. Just retweet it. Not even looking at the article, even if it's just that like, um, but no, but no, please read my stuff. Like I, I put a lot of references in there. There's a lot of references. I'm like surprised I'm able to get away with like deep cut references. So I, I add little little Easter eggs in there for people. Um, but like a lot of it's just like I like seeing the comments. Like seeing like and it's definitely gotten to bomb. It's like I kind of got to mute Twitter at this point because like that's a whole other thing. I wasn't like prepared for really. It's just like the feedback with that as well. But like mm-hmm. seeing people's like reactions to stuff, seeing people's support for stuff, just like. I don't know. It, it helps me um, just feel like what I'm doing matters because it like got pe- it gets a conversation going about something, and so um, yeah, that just inspires me to just keep going. Really, yeah. I, I I think that one of the the kind of like 
cool parts that I've heard a lot of writers talk about is once they've started to kind of like catch their own voice and understand like the, the like the crux of the not even the, the article or the piece, but it's like when you get into a spot where you're like, all right, I understand what kind of responses I'm going to usually get when people see my byline and being able to play off that and, you know, kind of not mess with the audience in that way, but you, mm. you wind up circumventing some expectations when you wind up doing a piece where you're talking about God of War Ragnarok, but then also the, another piece is like, oh, let me do this joint about AEW and about CM Punk and like digging into that. It's, it, it, it sounds like you're, you're getting a chance to also, while doing this kind of introductory period to the audience of saying, well, this is who I am too, as a, as a human of like, here are the things that I like, here are the, here are the angles that I want to kind of dig into. I want to hear you talk a little bit about that too, because I feel like that's the thing that we don't hear a lot of, 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 of writers get a chance to talk about is like how they get to express that, that personal side of themselves to a, to a bigger audience too. Mm, yeah. So um, a lot of that, like, even if it's not like me writing, like specifically about a piece, like, I'll at least, like, try to find a way to, like, um, whenever, like, here's the news, news, news part, and I, like, need to transition, like, a paragraph or something like that. Like, I like thinking about articles like Tetris in a way. I'm also, like, a big fan of Tetris. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, how my brain works with it. So, like, I'll be like, okay, so here's, like, the news part. We need to, like, fit this piece in here to transition this um, paragraph to this other point here. So, like, I like, I just like adding either, if I'm not adding, like, a meme somewhere in there to just, like, make that part make sense, I'll either like add like some other references, like almost like out otherworldly trend, like uh, tangential to like what the topic is. Just be like, it'll. I want it to at least be like wake you up a little bit to be like, oh, you referenced that somehow. Like, oh, you said that somehow. I'm talking about this. So like, I at least like if even if like what I'm writing like isn't like um, the take I have about whatever I'm writing like isn't like uh, someone's like flavor of the week really. As long as I can at least surprise you with that, like make you chuckle a little bit at like the really really silly thing i wrote in the thing like that's always at least um the thing i try to do with the writing so mm. it's a little bit of like the dangling with like a tetris kind of mindset and even like kind of like even like a movie maker kind of a thing like okay okay there's a lull here let's just perk up the audience a little bit here okay back to the news yeah so i like try to think about it as like a way of just like um fitting in like ways that are like a little bit entertaining like maybe like a funny joke somewhere in there and then just sort of running with it Definitely the razor piece. I like ran out of jokes during that one. <laughs> where with the finger was, I was like, "Oh no, I've ran out of jokes, and I need to like write a caption." So like, I had to like lean on uh, one of my um, editors to like sort of help me with the caption. Like, yeah, I kind of made this article with all my jokes in mind, and I like, just kind of got that out. It's like, oh, I'm done. Oh no, I need to still like add other little things and bits and pieces to it. But yeah, that's that's kind of the process. I love that. Um, uh, Arctic in the chat asks about what kind of games do you kind of lean more towards at this point? Um, so I think I like RPGs a lot and I like action games a lot. Um, so I'm like just the biggest fan of the Yakuza series. Like even my cat is named Majima. Um, I like ordered one of the insert coins like Yakuza jackets because I'm just a big fan. Um, so I'm into that. Um, I even like I play like a little bit of like uh, Rocket League here and there. Like it's probably like my most like regular game there. I just like the competitiveness with it. It's soccer with cars. It just makes sense to me. Um, so I like a bit of that. Um, I don't know. Like aside from just like action adventure games and like JRPGs, that's or just RPG games in general. That's kind of my my bread and butter a little bit there. 
So yeah, that that's mostly what I've been playing. A, a thirsty panda in the chat says, Kiryu-chan. <laughs> he says, Kiryu-chan. So I think one of the cool thing is um, I am excited also to know that like there are very few people at Kotaku who want to talk about sports at all. And now that we have you there, and I think who else? There's like one other person on 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 staff that I think really will we'll talk about sports in an in an actual way. I'm trying to think who. Oh, like, careful there! Vince McMahon would really love the fact that you, you should call it sports entertainment. It's not wrestling. It's I mean, well, there's a distinction. I mean, not anymore. Not at the WWE. They, they <laughs> lost all their entertainment. They're just sports at this point. That's true. I did <laughs> call that shot. <laughs> AEW got all the entertainment at this point. They ain't got no yeah, entertainment. I mean, the big homie, Big E, like as soon as I like open yep. my, my big mouth, Big E gets the championship. I'm like, okay, okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep watching NXT and just see how things go. I still watch the pay-per-views and stuff, but I just can't focus myself watching the weekly. I, it's so I want I want to dig into that real quick because I think that that is mm-hmm. a really interesting space too. So if you are a fan of sports entertainment, this is the this is the sports entertainment section of the show. If you are just looking for video games, you may now hold the mute button. Um, <laughs> I am so hyped to see Big E get love at this point. Like now, and this is the thing I thought about the other day. So like, if you're not a if you're not as um, initiated into the conversation. There is a fantastic stable of wrestlers called the New Day. Uh, it is made up of Kofi Kingston, uh, Austin Creed, and Big E. Uh, they have, I think, they have revolutionized the tag team era uh, like no one has done since the Hardy Boys in a real way. Um, and they are three black three black men who are who are taking the world by storm with lots of different. Gosh, it was like great energy and fantastic costuming and in all of those things in that way. Um, and one of the one of the, the the main guys in the in the in the group became the champion, the WWE champion of late. Kofi did it first. Big E now is the second person in that stable to do it. Here's the question for you. Who is who? What happens if Austin Creed wins? the championship because I know Kofi winning it was a big deal for black folks. I know Big E was also a big deal for black folks. I think if Austin Creed wins the WWE championship at some point, not only is black nerd Twitter going to lose its mind, but the game because the gaming space is just going to like implode because you have this person who is this really interesting hybrid of so many different kinds of of spaces. What are your thoughts about potentially Austin Creed getting the belt and what is that going to mean for, like, for black nerddom? Yeah, I'm ecstatic because like, um, even like seeing like the stuff that Austin Creed is like managed to do, uh, Xavier Woods, um, is, is his wrestling name. Yeah. I'm going to keep calling him Austin just cause you, you've already initiated it. So I don't want to, I don't want to sound like a scrub up here. Um, but, uh, I call him so what I'm excited. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, um, so like what I'm excited for, cause like even with uh, Austin Creed, like his up, up, down, uh, down channel work with G4, it's just like, he's already like, cause he's already been in the space, but like being able to like, sort of like skyrocket with like what he's already been able to do. I'm really excited for like, he's even like, I feel like 
the ideas for like the costuming that he's done is like over everyone's head just like yeah yeah let's just come out we're wearing some sort of gear we're gonna come out of a cereal box don't worry about it Vince it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And like poor Michael Cole on commentary is like, oh, yes, the super <laughs> science. I'm like, yeah, it's close. We, we're, we're here now. I'll take it. So, like, yeah, I feel like it'll just be like even like more of just like a celebration of just like, like just blackness in the sense of like, we're into just like more of like the stereotypical, like, it's just like music or it's just rap or like that. It's like, no, we're also just into like gaming. We're also into anime and just like the space like that. And so I, I feel like when austin becomes like the champion it's just gonna be like what well, first of all merch sales gonna just be through the roof because oh, i can't so imagine like the crazy yeah the crazy ideas uh he'll have like merch and stuff like that but like i kind of want like him to still be able to like to do the things that he's been doing like the networking that he's been doing like the way he's been able to like platform himself and like spread just the message and the love that like the new day kind of just have about just the power of positivity I want him to be able to do that with the championship, but like also don't just have it like housed within the WWE space, like bring it everywhere where you're going. Yeah. Like, I think that that's just like a really smart move that I feel like he's going to capitalize on. So I'm really excited for the day that um, Austin Creed gets his flowers for that. Oh, like, you know, Roy Martin in the chat says it'll be the closest we get to world peace since Pokemon go reasonable. I think that's a reasonable statement to make in the chat and in the world. And I'm happy to hear you talk about the, like, bring it everywhere. Because there are very few places that that happens when you win a thing and you get to, like, do all that work. Like, the Stanley Cup is one. Like, everybody goes around and before COVID was drinking out of the cup, you're nasties, germs every which way. But it was dope to see because it was, like, it's this thing that everyone can kind of, like, enjoy and and get down with. My moment will be if... Austin uh, Xavier wins and he takes the belt to G4. Two things must happen. One, he must fight uh, Adam Sessler for the belt. Adam Sessler definitely has to get a match, a money in the bank match with, with, with Xavier. And also the black Hokage has to get a match with Xavier Woods on G4. Since now we have two of the, two of the dopest uh, folks on the on, on G4 side. I I I'm paying money for that pay per view, uh, for sure. So like, if that becomes a thing, I need that to to, to happen for real. Um, speaking about AEW and moving over to AEW, you're Ooh. rocking the best yes. in the world shirt. Best CM Punk has yeah. come back, <laughs> and I, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts about his comeback at this point because it feels like that was a really different energy that has now not only come to AEW in terms of bringing him and his cachet over, but now they have a squad now. Like they brought the, 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 the guns to the show in a real way. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the, the moves that AEW has been making of late. Yeah. So like speaking about AEW in general, like what I've liked about that is like um, just the people behind it. Like it's just like a wrestling company pretty much run by wrestlers. So it's just like it's not like the, the scripted programming that you see on like um, WWE where a lot of the just jokes don't really land. So it's just yeah. like a lot of it's really organic. They listen to the crowd, see who's getting over and they like work to push that person to get over. They give them the TV time for it. The, the little like asterisks I would say is I'd like to see more and more of the women's wrestlers do a little bit more stuff. The the tag tournament was really good, but I need to see a lot more of that. I need Big Swole to like 
get that push. But things are seeing, things are um, like beginning to happen now. So I'm really appreciative of that. But like, um, pretty much is honestly doing the opposite of like what like years and years like WWE programming has really done. Like collaborating with like other wrestling promotions has been like my favorite part of all this. Like seeing like Maki Ito and like Minoru Suzuki show up in AEW is like then it's like open my eyes to be like wow wrestling is just really good right now like i didn't think i'd see like the the failed pop idol and just minoru suzuki the god just showing up <laughs> and just like doing doing work so it's just it's just been really crazy and like especially with it like being here in chicago like things sell out immediately i've tried to get all out tickets and like within like 20 minutes or like not even 20 minutes like maybe within five they're always sold out but like i at least have fun like watching it at home with my friends and stuff but like yeah it's really exciting seeing like each match is always new, like new movesets happening, new stuff going on. Like they'll like they'll reference like if they messed up with a thing like they did with like Minoru Suzuki's like uh, theme music, they didn't let the um, the part where like the person sings um, mm. happen. They kind of commentated over it, just cut the music short. So like now they're calling it the like the Minoru Suzuki incident. So that like, they're working it into storylines. Like even when they like fumble, they'll find a way to make it work. So I really appreciate that. Like they also like treat their fans like, like they know that the fans like they will remember what happens on their television. They'll be like, okay, cool. We'll respect like your intelligence to be like, yeah, yeah, that thing did happen. We'll we'll make sure to reference that. Like we'll make sure to like work it into the long term to- storytelling. So I really appreciate that. But like another thing I really appreciate is like even with the wrestlers who like are the uh, EVPs of the company, they didn't like immediately put themselves over as the big champs yeah. they like took time to like put over all the newer talent and like showcasing all the newer talent and, like even with like offering like aw dark and elevation like just on youtube so like if you just want to watch wrestling on the daily and you don't like have like cable tv or whatever just watch it on dark and like a lot of the matches they really hit too like i'm a big fan of like dante martin yeah. he's he's uh up there for me um and i'm also a big fan of thunder rosa so and uh ty conti as well so it's just it, they make it really, really available and presentable for people, and like they'll find ways to make it just really feel inviting. Like one tidbit I didn't get to mention even uh, in the article is like even if you're in attendance, uh, they'll make sure that it's um like sensory um like uh, available for you. So like if you have like auditory like sensory kind of like, issues, they'll make sure like you have like earbuds so that it's like the, huh. the music and like everything else is like really loud for you. They like have kits and stuff like that available for the fans and attendance. And they also make sure that their pyro is like the loud, like fireworks pyro that other promotions would do. So like they just throughout all of it, they've shown like a lot of care with a lot of stuff. And even Tony Khan's like, although it's like really popular, like pit Tony Khan against um, Vince McMahon about like who's booking things well. Like he'll even like um, I like how humble he is about like just the decisions that he's made. Like he's like, yeah, I've like studied Vince McMahon, like what he does, and like there it's like there's stuff to learn from him as well. So it's not like the immediate like wcw like wwe thing where you gotta pit them against each other no no you can still learn from each other it's still like wrestling is good wrestling when like you learn from each other and like you collaborate with each other not to like just keep things territorial about stuff so like anytime like that happens that energy it's just really great so with these new signees i'm just like wow i can't like part of me is just like if like they just keep announcing people like will they be able to keep this momentum going because like, i'll start to expect like who's getting signed this week because like <laughs> now the now the big rumors and the dirt cheats is that like oh kevin owens his contract's coming up but like oh johnny gargano the contract's i mean coming up. Like, I, I just yeah now like the like old adage of like anything's possible in wrestling like now actually feels real to me yeah so it's just really crazy and i'm like 
really excited, like specifically for Malachi Black because like, I feel like he got like the short end of the stick with um, his time in WWE where he was working on like a whole character. He had like vignettes that were like um, Tim Burton esque going on. He was doing a whole thing, but then he just gets released. And, like, well, I got invested like in this immediately. Just like um, it's like walking on a rake and just get hitting in the face. Really, so I was like, oh, okay, dang. But like. Now that he's doing like his own thing is um, in like, AEW, it's just like it's really exciting because you can even see it on like the wrestlers like Adam Cole and like um, Brian Danielson. Like they're really excited to be here. Ruby Soho yeah. is like elated to be here. Like her hugging the ref that she's like actually friends with and like yeah. them letting that moment happen. It's yeah, wrestling's really good right now. I, I got nothing else to really say. No, oh no, I... the CM Punk part. CM Punk part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. So like. CM Punk's, like, his whole, like, pipe bomb promo that he did that's, like, the big famous thing that he did, like, I was, like, on my way out of watching wrestling around that time, but then, like, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, okay, he's, like, he's talking some real stuff right now, and, like, throughout, like, my career, like, there were, like, moments where I'm, like, wow, I really feel, like, devalued, like, unappreciated, and, like, it, like, inspired me to be, like, speak up for yourself, like, if things are wrong, speak up, and, like, know your, like, respect your peace and stuff like that, so, like, even though, like, his wrestling persona and, like, even, like, his, at least, like, his real life, like, him as a person, like, that has, like, influenced me as a person to be, like, okay, respect your time, speak out when things are wrong, and just do that, sort of, be about that energy. So, like, that was, like, very, very inspirational for me, just trying to navigate myself through my career. And, like, I, I had been at the farms, like, I don't, I'm not sure if he needs to come back or things like that. He was doing stuff with, like, um, the WB Fox stuff where he was, like, doing things here and there. I'm like, I don't know, if he doesn't need to be back, I'm not gonna, like, be like you got to come back to WWE, do it whatever. Right. But like having him come back to AEW and just like just off the cuff, just whatever comes to mind, like for his promo, just like speaking genuinely to the fans, like it's such a unique position. But also not to just like try to get himself over. It's like the humbleness that he has with that. To, like I want to wrestle Darby Allen. I want to yeah. like wrestle some of the people who are like the up and comers, but not just to put me over, but just to elevate them. Like that's the type of energy that really inspires me. And like, I try to do with all the stuff I'm doing here. So shout out to pro wrestle tees. It's been a, it's been a lot getting all those shorts ordered. <laughs> they like their website crashed and everything. So um, giving them all my like um, spirit bomb energy to get that stuff. done. But yeah, wrestling's really good right now. Wrestling is very, very good. I, I am hoping that they, they poach, Kevin Owens, I would love to see that mm-hmm. be a thing. I'm still fingers crossed that Bray Wyatt gets picked up over mm-hmm. there. Um, and both both promotions just have like really fantastic ladies divisions right now. Like I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 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 a little bit biased because because uh, I got like a little bit of thirsty thirst for for Jade Cargill, but it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's been <laughs> understandable. I bet I was following I was following Jade before she got into the guns of wrestling. Yeah, so. yeah, well, like storm cosplays and stuff like her stuff's really amazing yeah i was up on that instagram i i i, I ain't afraid to say it i ain't afraid to say it i was up on the, on, on the ig account uh we grow we yeah we grow you know what i'm saying i'm saying um <laughs> but it's been really cool to see that conversation really come up of like how how are we going to build this out into a like you said into a into a place where we're not just kind of doing the wcw versus wwe stuff that we saw in the past uh even though even though those were some really good like moments for the industry when they really started to not be adversarial and you can tell that there were some conversations going on behind the scenes of like all right let's push this wwe nwo kind of kind of angle let's let's actually kind of do it um in a real way so it, it will be cool to see how and if 
the WWE response to this new uh, uh, upstart kind of really getting themselves together in that bigger way. Um, and I'll even give you a, a pro tip so that you can figure out ways mm-hmm. to get your tickets for the next Chicago show. Use them oh, press credentials, fam. Oh, yeah. Use them press credentials, no, fam. You got <laughs> to hit them up and be like, hey, I already did a piece on you. Can I cover? Yeah. Can I come to the show and cover it? Yeah. Wait, some of the some of the comments were like, "Did AEW write this?" And you're like, "You know what? Well, I take that as a compliment." Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> now now's the time, brother, to sow them seeds. <laughs> That's the way you got to work it. That's how you get into those things, and you get good seats too, good ass <laughs> seats for free. Um, so. Uh, I think that's a perfect place for us to take a quick break. We have um, a couple of stories on the back end in the 411. We're going to dig into that. Uh, We're going to take about a two-minute break uh, here on the show. If you're listening uh, here on Twitch, we're going to take a two-minute break. If you're listening in podcast land, you got about 30 seconds or so. Uh, We are rocking with Isaiah Colbert, one of the dopest cats in industry. He done made it. I'm so excited. Done made it. I'm hype. All right, y'all. We're going to be back in about... (laughs) Two minutes and 30 seconds or so. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Bricago. Merrick Kay here from Fanbyte. Did you know that Spot on Me is a part of the Fanbyte Podcast Network? We produce a ton of other great shows like Channel F, a podcast where we talk about the games we're playing. Can I just say yeah. how much I would love for there to be a Hitman game that's just about making people experience embarrassing social faux pas, trying to like prank people and make it seem like they had farted or like tripped on something? <laughs> that would be like very good. Dig up weird finds at thrift stores. So the listing says Bung Doctor V64. <laughs> And take your questions about the best jokers. Lavars Martin asks, what's the best or coolest weapon ever given to a mech? Gundam Fusion Rebake has a really good... Oh, wait, give, me, sorry? give me that one more time. Gundam Fusion Rebake. Yo, I heard you. <laughs> Gundam Fusion. <laughs> I personally guarantee that listening to Channel F will make you a better, smarter, more powerful version of yourself. So go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts or search for Channel F on your podcast app of choice today. Improvement not guaranteed. Listening to Channel F may cost you amplification. Welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast. I'm your host, Kali Fadels. We are rocking with the dopeness that is Isaiah D. Colbert from Kotaku.com. Rocking it out. We got some news for you all uh, for the second half of our show today. Uh, not a lot of stuff happening because a lot of things just got like done off in the past <laughs> 48 hours to be to be fair we had a lot of conversations of things that were going to be happening there, but they all are gone now they all got pushed away uh one of the biggest stories was that um battlefield battlefield 2040 but battlefield 2042 got pushed back to november uh so that's going to be a bummer but also not out of the realm of reality. We kind of know that that was going to be potentially a thing. Sad for me because I'm a huge Battlefield fan. Um, but, you know, it, it, it happens sometimes. Uh, it's all a part of the game. Uh, a couple of things that did show up uh, in the news. Uh, some of them even on Kotaku.com and some of that on Polygon as well. Um, was that um, the PS5, which is if you have one, 
kudos to you. I don't know whose blood you had to go <laughs> let out, how many chickens you had to kill, how many souls you had to devour to get one. But I'm happy you got one. I can't say nothing because I got one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the big conversations has been around the SSD expansion. Uh, you know, they put out this article and they put out a video maybe a couple weeks ago that was like, hey, you can at some point put a new uh, M.2 SSD within your within your console. Everybody freaked out for about 20 minutes. Uh, and was like, yo, this is the hardest thing to do on the planet. It's like changing a tire on a car. And everybody was like, no, it's not. You just got to pop the side off and put the damn drive in. Now, you can do that without worrying that your machine is going to turn into a ball of flame. And you can actually play it and have more storage on your console. Uh, that's really good uh, about that thing. There's also a couple of other things that are going to be coming into the uh, update, the firmware update that they're going to be pushing out. Uh, I believe it was yesterday, if you're listening to the show, on a normal day. Uh, so it's already out at that point. Um, Isaiah, what are your thoughts about kind of the rollout of the PS5 and now with this conversation about the expanded storage that you'll be able to have uh, on, on the console? Um, I think, like, I remember earlier on it was definitely really rough, especially with, like, the whole, like scalpers with the ps5 something like that and just like that's like just the fact that it's like once in a blue moon someone will be able to buy a ps5 there'll be a twinkle in the sky and that'll be a warrior there'll be that one guy that get, gets it but like <laughs> i'm really excited uh just to even like see that like because definitely expansion on ssd stuff like you hit me with the car metaphor and the ssd stuff like oh god i'm out of my depth here don't even own a car in chicago it's kind of a kind of a trap there <laughs> but um it's just like yeah it's nice to at least um at least they're doing more stuff with it like i feel like um especially early on when like a console gets its like beginning of its life cycle there's always that moment where people kind of wait it out and just kind of feel like what's the moment that's gonna put to get the console now yeah so at least having this confirmation like you get more storage with this and i've seen a ps5 in person it's comedically huge um so the more storage the better like it's it would be appropriate to have more storage for such a monster of a console so yeah i'm, I'm excited about it i it was it was one of those things i think i had somebody come over to the house and they they you know they were a gamer and they, they had seen and heard about the, the the ps5 and all that stuff and literally the first thing they said as soon as they saw it was like god damn that shit is big <laughs> and i was like yo it takes up bad space <laughs> and i'm not yeah, even mad just... at it you just slap it and you'd be like this boy can play elden ring and like that 4k quality <laughs> like this thing definitely like it could be a cat bed if you wanted it to be yeah yeah like, yeah. like it's big enough to put a a, a, a medium-sized cat not even a little cat like you can put a a, <laughs> a medium-sized cat on that bad boy so alongside the ssd uh firmware coming along with that there'll be some ui changes there'll be some other ways to kind of like help you with the quality of life stuff which i think it's still in the in the conversation uh, for what this uh, particular console is going to be doing. I think it's still the thing that is um, the most kind of like problematic thing about the console, besides not being able to actually find one, is that there are some quality of life things there that are that are that are not hitting yet. Um, do you have do you have any of the next gen consoles at this point yet? 
No, I like I was like kind of kicking myself because like I had just gotten a PS4 Pro probably about two years before the PS5 like stuff started circulating. I'm like, you know what? I'm still happy with my stuff. I don't have like a big enough TV like with the 4K quality to like really warrant it yet. Yeah. Um, I'm still like waiting for like that game to get me to get it. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna get it soon. Um, like with that and like the Xbox, like I have like the OG Xbox like black brick that just it struggles. The fan is just its own like radiator to really get things going. But um, but yeah, like the, some sometime soon in the near future, I'm I'm wanting to play some some next gen stuff, and uh, I I might need to do it for my job. So some somewhere in the near future that'll probably happen. I know like for a fact I want to get the the um the fridge version of the xbox series x because <laughs> i just i just need to have like the big gamer monolith just like on the tv stand i just it it means it will fulfill some like broken part of me to be able to have that so yeah near future yeah i can't front <laughs> if if there was like a, a a small obelisk that you could have in your house it would be the, the xbox series x it does feel like that for sure mm-hmm. um next story if i can get this to work on my streaming stuff yeah i did it i know how to make a stream work is windows 10 it will be able to stream uh some of its games now to the xbox app uh are you have you really dug into any of the cloud-based stuff too i think that that's that's a part of the ecosystem now for sure yeah i've like recently gotten more into like pc gaming like definitely getting my like um i'm getting my my c legs really with um adjusting to that and like playing games like destiny or like uh the master chief collection like helped me like get a little bit more comfortable with it yeah like there are like parts where i'm just like i have like the the like windows laptop i'm just like oh yeah i have like games on here that i can play like it's like it feels like a really like underutilized thing and like with um x like xbox is like microsoft's whole thing of like really pushing game pass is like the thing as well as being like hey remember if you if you have a windows you, you can do some stuff on there like we got the hookup we we we, we just need y'all to, to to smarten up to it so i'm really excited about it because like it's just like things like that just like making me realize like oh i have like all these things at my like disposal but i'm just like oh i'm like underutilizing it so like news like this like oh yeah you can just stream like from your PC, you don't have to like worry about like getting doing the whole Kim Link struggle like I had earlier today, or like doing the whole shebang with that. So yeah, just ways to make things more accessible. I'm about it. Yeah, I'm I'm really hyped because again, this is one of those like extra bang for your buck kind of things that is kind of again doing what Microsoft has been talking about for a long time of not thinking about just consoles and thinking more about ecosystems in the way that all of your your content and your games will kind of talk talk to each other and touch each other. Um, being able to kind of stream now PC games directly to the, the Xbox app is going to be pretty fantastic. I think it's going to be just for now re- regulated or relegated, I'm sorry, to uh, Game Pass games, which even if you just say that is still a wild bargain because they have some bangers on Game Pass now that are just there. So I think, you know, some of the, some of the games that you didn't even expect to be able to play are going to be in there in that ecosystem as well, which is going to be pretty fantastic i think microsoft is continuing to put out really fantastic new features for everything and nintendo just gives you bluetooth on your bluetooth audio now on your switch thanks nintendo yeah. appreciate you Later. doing that wonderful new technology that you do mm-hmm. my god the internet is crazy i mean You're not stuck in 2008 anymore who knows they might get a touch screen at some point <laughs> um wow <laughs> 
<laughs> like I don't know. I, I I love my 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 Nintendo fan, but like man, y'all behind the curve on on some of the stuff. Get, in this bring, space. bring Bayo three out of out of the grave, please. I'm begging you. I can't <laughs> like seeing the counter on Twitter of no Bayo three news has just been ooh, it's, it's been hurting. It's been, been hurting for a minute. Rough. I bought the Switch specifically to pay play Bayonetta three, so it's 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 been a lot of waiting. So. Oh my god! <laughs> um, before we get up out of here, I did want to show off uh, if you are familiar with the the stuff that we've been doing. Our, our show is pretty much run with Logitech gear. They, you know, our, our headsets, uh, keyboards, all of that kind of stuff. They just put out a new headset, and I, I wanted to share it with, with all of you at home because I think the really interesting part about this, um, not only from a kind of uh, form factor perspective, uh, this is the new G435 headset. So... I'm going to mess up everything on the camera by putting in really close to the camera and messing up all the focus. But the the cool thing about this is that not only is this amazingly light, like I think, you know, and, and Isaiah, I'd love for you to chime in because on, on the conversation around mm-hmm. like, you know, what kind of tech you're using uh, for, for mm-hmm. your own gear, if you have any preferences on some of that stuff. But the fact that this is like this ridiculously light, like I'm holding this like with a thumb and it's not heavy at all. Uh, someone in the chat says it's 5.8 ounces. How the hell did you just pull that out of nowhere that quickly? <laughs> I love our chat. It's amazing. Um, but the thing that is actually the most interesting part about this, besides the kind of weight and form factor, you know, they talked about when they gave us, uh, you know, this headset. You know, it's four smaller heads, which is great because I think a lot of folks have been talking about that. There have been conversations about, uh, uh, you know, size and weight. The thing I'm actually the most excited about is the fact that when we talked about Bluetooth audio, you can split this between multiple devices that have Bluetooth. So you have the kind of light speed parts of the uh, headset that will connect through the dongle. Uh, and then you also have the uh, Bluetooth capability. So you could, in, in theory, play on your Switch and then, you know, tether to your phone too. So if you wanted to talk on Discord and your phone, you could mm-hmm. do that. The other part about this is this technology called beamforming, which they also have, since you notice, maybe you can't see it, it's pretty tight. Um, and the camera's not gonna focus on it just yet. But right in the front of the headset, usually there's a boom microphone here. This is your microphone on this on this, on this this headset. Um, so basically what it winds up doing is it pulls in the audio um, that would be close to your mouth from a boom mic and focuses it towards that part of the headset, which is really wild to see in terms of the, the, the conversation. The thing that I did not get a chance to do is show, because we haven't gotten it in yet, and we have to bug them about getting one. They have another one of these headsets that is basically in the colors of everything that we have for Spawn on Me, the blue and the red. Okay. So I got to go bug those folks and be like, yo, can we get the blue and red joints in? Um, so I've been using it on my PlayStation 5. You cannot use it on your on your Xbox um, it does not work in that same way. Um, but, uh, I've been really, really impressed with it. Multiple colors. I think there's a lilac and a purple There's the kind of black and yellow. And then there's the red and blues. And it's been really, really good. I have not expected to have such good, um, audio quality. I have not texted out the microphone audio yet, but if I am going to shoot you in uh death loop sometime in the next week maybe i'll be able to talk to you like it was splinter cell 
uh, and yoke you up and talk in your ear uh, before before I give you the business. Um, is there any 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 gear that you're kind of like in your stable right now? Like, do you have any faves? Like, you have a fantastic mic. I saw. I see what you got right yeah. there. But like, what are yeah, you what are you kind of rocking in terms of your gear set right now? Yeah, I'm rocking the um, the Audio Technica, the AT2020 uh, microphone. It's not USB because somewhere in some form was like, no, no, don't do USB. It does some some weird magi- magician's like red type of like attack to the quality <laughs> of the audio there. So like, okay, cool, I'll take your word for it. Um, but like, I'm just rocking like the starter kit like um, headset now. Like what I was rocking before that was like the Steel Series microphone. But like, I ran into the issue because like. You know, having dreadlocks, it's it's really hard, especially like especially when you have your hair up, and like feeling the weight and like the heat of everything. Like, I don't want to feel like there's like a whole other like biome of an ecosystem <laughs> in the like <laughs> the headset. So like, it's really important to like not only make sure that it's like not heavy, like weighing down upon me, but like it's breathable as well. So that's really important to me. Like, I have like one teacher was just like look into neurophones. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it does some magical thing where it like cues into the shape of your ear and plays music specifically tuned to your ear and stuff like that. Okay, cool. I looked up the price and I was like, okay, cool. That's not a college kid's thing to look up for. We'll (laughs) put it on the list down the road. But yeah, like that that headset that you showed up there, like I might have to add that to my my collection because, you know, chords kind of suck. They're they're kinda not the not the not the vibe really if you're like trying to just vibe out to music or whatever you can't walk through the subway and then like maybe you like trip and fall the core got in your way and some incident happens you know they're they're the devil so like what happens if you gotta run from a karen like what happens if you gotta you gotta dodge you gotta like yo back up karen you'll back up okay don't make me throw throw these headphones at you use the headphones like a batarang you just gotta throw it out and like lasso them back in like maybe there's a tactical advantage to it but i'm just trying to use it for for pleasure rather than for business here's the beauty of 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 having that as a part of the conversation every horror movie white women trip on shit so you just gotta throw it at their feet and they just fall (laughs) it makes it easy oh (laughs) so it's um, a whole injustice like environmental like takedown yeah it just makes it super easy that's all that's the way it works um and, and again like the the talking about price and stuff i think it's actually really interesting too like these these are one of the best quality headphones that i've seen right, right now at a price point of like 80 bucks which is wild okay i, I that was a thing that when we got a, a first uh, chance to kind of like look at it behind the scenes we they, they showed it to us a little bit early and the price point of like 80 bucks, I was like, that is nuts that that's going to be uh, a part of your ecosystem. So it is really affordable for folks who are thinking about getting a gaming headset that they can use to, to kind of work in multiple places. And I'm having a blast with it right now. Like I'm I'm actually like really impressed with the, the sound quality for for as small as it is and, and how light it is. So uh, shout out to our friends over at Logitech G. I think uh, a thing that if you are a Bracago resident, you should be paying attention to that particular headset a reason is because we may be figuring out some ways for you to either buy some of those and hopefully supporting the show by doing so uh and we may figure out a way to potentially see if we can give a, a set away or something like that so we'll mm-hmm. keep, keep keep listening to the show uh there may be some potential uh uh partnership things that we'd be doing with logitech g around this around this headset very very soon so so keep keep that in mind um we're almost out of time Time has flown. 
uh i knew we we had this conversation like before you got your job <laughs> you were like yeah i want to be on the show we don't to be on the show this has been so much better than i even yeah. thought it was was, was going to be <laughs> when we first talked about that having you on the show um again thank you so much for being here um thank you again for um continuing to give me hope uh, about this space it is great to see you can to continue to thrive in this industry and you're just at the beginning parts of your journey here um so again i'm, I'm super proud of you i'm super happy for you and and this is just the beginning fam so i'm, I'm super hyped for you uh what do you want to share Thank with you. the folks at home uh give them some info about oh, where gosh. they can find you and your work yeah yeah, yeah, you can find me on uh, Kotaku.com. I have been like running the gambit on just writing like um, anime pieces and just like whatever the news hits, you know, uh, I'll be there probably to cover it and add my, my little spin on it. But uh, yeah, you can find me there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I have like a really neat handle. Uh, it's uh, called, it's I-Z-A. Uh, it's just a funny, funny turn of phrase on my name. It's uh, E-Y-E-Z-E-H-U-H-H. Find me on Twitter. I'm mostly in the likes, just liking stuff. So you'll see more of my personality and whatever my likes are more than my retweets. I'm I'm getting less shy about quote retweeting things and just commenting on things. So yeah, you can find me on there. So yeah, that's my stuff. Dope. Make sure you're going and checking out Isaiah's work again. Rising star who making his making making moves in the space. Um, hopefully, I will see him at a, a, a AEW event right in the front row with a with a pad and pen. Like yeah, I'm actually taking notes. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm working. I'm working while I do this. Yeah, stuff. I'm making it happen. I have the camera on deck. Yeah, cam, cam on deck. Cam on deck. Please get those J car cargo photos for me. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm sweating already. Uh, uh, everybody, thank you so much for being here this week and every week. Again, it is a pleasure to do the show and rock with you all. We have a lot of stuff coming up very, really soon. I think. Um, we'll be doing some more conversations around the spawnies very soon. We're trying to figure out if we're going to do our game of the year show at the end of this year, maybe in like mid to late December, or if we're going to push it to the like first week of January to see if we can get all the good games are going to be dropping at December in the mix to be able to have the conversation about if they are good or not. Um, check out all our stuff on YouTube. Uh, we've been, I've been trying to push real hard to, to get more content out on there. Our death loop review is up right now. So please check that out. Uh, our previous episode, and this one will be going up um, early next week. So please make sure you're checking out the show there. Our show drops every Friday in audio format across all play, all platforms around the globe. Uh, and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spawn on me is there for you to check out all the good works that we're doing, both in game reviews, spawn plays, dope shows and all the other content that you'll see there please check us out on ig as well ig.com uh, not ig.com instagram.com slash spawn on me podcast is a place to go check that out and we have a tiktok too which i suck at but i'm trying to get better <laughs> so i need young people to teach me things all right y'all we're gonna get up out of here uh we'll see you all next week much love and peace <laughs>